Oh, Wax is playing? Sick. I love Wax. Thanks, man. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so true. Mom, I want a guitar, dude. Yo. This is so sick. Every time you say big ol', you think <laughs> is gonna be afterwards. Yeah, I could see that. Like in LA, it's all fast paced. Yeah, so My name is Asterix Six Question Mark D. That's rappery stuff. Yo, what's the sugar, 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 we just had another amazing sold-out Sugar Shack session experience. Quick, shameless plug. I have the greatest hospitality team. Hey, if you've enjoyed yourself tonight, could you give the hospitality team some love and appreciation? We had amazing drinks from Chartreuse, amazing food from Greg and Jerry, as always, and uh, amazing people to spend it with. Thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us. And Wax, dude, thank you for being here. Thanks man. for uh, having me. I, I want to say to anybody who's out there listening to this podcast, like especially if you're in this area, he's not bullshitting. Like, <laughs> it's a real, real fun experience. The good food, good drinks, good vibes. I mean... It's awesome. It's he's not just trying to sell you a dream here. He's telling the truth. <laughs> but um, you can go to our website and purchase tickets at sugarshacksessions.com/slash experience. Yeah, no, uh, man, no, super amazing session. I mean, you guys absolutely crushed it. Thanks, man. Uh, you came here with the full band. How, you flew. You guys flew in, right? We Where sure are you did. Coming from? Uh, we're ba me and my brother, my twin brother plays bass in the band Herbal Tea, and we live in San Diego. Herbal and every, Tea. Yeah, Herbal Tea is his name. <laughs> Yeah, his mom named him that. <laughs> First name Herbal, last name T, last last name Jones. And then you, T. and then Wax. For yeah, you. Wax Jones and Herbal yeah. T Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. And that's that's uh, no, we can't. We came from L.A. because uh, the rest of the band's in L.A. I used to live in L.A. for years, and I recently moved back to San Diego to be to be closer to my brother and his family. Honestly, and um, but we're based in L.A. We've only we we've only we we became a band for this performance. Uh, we never were a band before. We're just all really, really good friends that all do music. So we did two rehearsals, and we came down, and we did did the <laughs> you show. Crushed it. And we're I'm telling I'm being the dead honest truth. They're my best friends, the people in this band. I talk to these people more than anybody really else in the world, wow. with, with a couple exceptions. Shout out to my boy AK and my boy T Rex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, the Hollywood Big Shots. We're asking the Hollywood Big Shots. That's the name it. of the band. <laughs> so you guys had two rehearsals, came crush session. I can't wait for people to see it and Thank um, you, man. and for it to just live in on the internet universe. But um, tell me more about your project. I mean, this is the first time you've been here at Sugar Shack. Uh, I'd love to know more about like your origin as an artist. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like a lot of people that grew up in the '90s, I was a big MTV kid, and like I said, I have an identical twin brother, and we just watched a lot of MTV, and we just consumed and consumed and consumed music and images you know what i mean our family we come from a family of uh couch potatoes uh, shout out to my dad and uh he watches a lot of television so we we took we just watched a lot of television and i guess it we saw people playing guitars and rapping and whatnot so we started young and ever since me and chris were like like 10 or 11 we had instruments and we would you know, we had to like beg my parents. My parents aren't music people. We're both adopted, so we don't have the genetic. Sim you know, we're not the same as our parents genetically. Right, gotcha. But I guess it's, I guess that shit's in your blood, because we found out later that our biological dad is a musician. But interesting. And when you're a kid, you just kind of be like, "Mom, I want a guitar, dude." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, but yeah, we were we we grew up uh, doing music in in bands and. Um, we had a band called McGregor on for from when I was in high school to when I was in college to a little bit out of college. And when the band broke up, I moved to California. Just not even for music. I actually tried to quit, you know, 
What but did you, you try doing? Quit, man. <laughs> yeah. You can't quit that shit. What'd you try doing instead? Like, what'd you give up music for? I had all the jobs, bit? man. I worked in construction. I worked in landscaping. I worked at restaurants. I stole mortgages in 2000, Damn. like right before that housing crisis. I worked at some yeah. shady mortgage company, like that movie, <laughs> The Big Short. Uh, sorry for That's anybody. What happened, right? It was so like fucking you. unethical, man. It was so un- I, I I quit because of that. But wow. I'm just telling you the jobs I had. I did yeah. uh, I did tech support for a hotel software company. I had a lot of jobs delivering pizza places, delis. Wow. That's the best job for musicians. Any musician out there, like if you can be a delivery guy, you can write all your music in the car. You don't get your boss in your back. You can smoke if you want to. You know, like, it's true. Like uh, like a lot of comedians that are trying to make it. Right? They're all like Uber drivers. And yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and they test test their jokes out on you if you yeah, live in LA. Right. Yeah, it's good. How's this one? It's, yeah, free free practice for sure. Then they get up on stage, they talk about being an Uber driver. Everybody's like, I can't relate to you. <laughs> <laughs> so true. We're big like Kill Tony fans. Are you a fan of Kill Tony? My brother's yeah. one of their biggest fans. Yeah. I, I I know the I know the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every interview, it's like, what do you do? Uber driver. It's right. Like, it's a repeat. It's I did stand up in uh, L.A. for about five years. I could see that. I You're did stand up for a while. A fun guy. Thanks, man. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Not funny, just fun. <laughs> no. That's why I stopped. It was a mushroom re- reference, but uh, I, I didn't land it. Guy. I didn't set it up. You properly. didn't do stand up. I am not a comedian, by the way. <laughs> uh, Cool, dude. Uh, so you so you started Wax like 2011, 2012? No, 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 no. I started Wax when I was a kid. I've, I've been oh, Wax since I was wax- a kid. Okay, been, I got you. Like we made up. That's why my me and my brother's names are Wax and Herbal Tea. We we didn't like. We, a lot of people don't know this about rappers. If we have shitty names, it's because we named ourselves when we were thirteen. You know, <laughs> we didn't put a lot of thought into it. You know, and you don't change the name. You kind of keep it going. You know, yeah. Like he's Herbal Tea. He does, names not even start with a T. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, this was pre-internet, so, like, now, you know, if you search wax, there's a million other things you can find. Bikini yeah. waxes, the wax you smoke, turtle wax, car wax. Like, right, right. It's not, I would have had, a, like, it's that's why cool now name. all the rappers, like, it sounds like a password, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Astri- my name is asterisk six question mark D, you know? That's why all the, all the young rappers sound like that, because it's search engine optimization, which I don't have. Because I named myself before the internet. It's still pretty know? cool though. Wax. Wax is a cooler name than herbal tea. I gotta, ah! I gotta, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate I, that. I, uh, <laughs> it sounds we're, we we go by wax and herbal tea. Yeah. The yeah. artist formerly known as wax and herbal tea. Now it's just wax and herbal tea. All I drink is herbal tea now. So mm. I it is it is a cool name. It is a cool name. I won't take it back, but it is. A but yeah, I've been waxed for a long time, and and when I moved, I ended up moving to LA to just try to get into the music business for for in any capacity, you know. Gotcha, yeah. And around that same time, YouTube was popular, and I started making these videos on YouTube of me rapping in my car, and and I was making albums. Not really anybody was listening to them, but after a while, I gained my like ability to do music as a profession by being a YouTube person, you know. Sure. And then. I, it was crazy, man. Like, uh, I got a record deal. I was signed to Def Jam Records, like, by, you know, pretty legendary people and shit. What was that shit. like? It was, How was that like it, that stage in your life for you with the project? It was crazy because, um, you know, at the time, you know, if you don't, if the songs that you make are not considered, like, radio hits mm-hmm. uh, by the company, they kind of like, they're like, you got to go try again, go try again, go try again. So after a while... Even if you're trying to make radio hits, it's, it's first of all, it's hard to 
you, may, you better make it in, on accident. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's better to do it on accident than mm-hmm. to try. Because once you try to do something, you start overthinking everything. But especially when people start telling you your shit ain't that good, you start to get out of your... You start to be like, oh, maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, And this is me thinking about it now. This was 10 years ago, right. you know? And you... The only thing you have as a musician is your... Why can I not think of the word? Uh, intuition. Intuition. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, but it works. Uh, what's the word that means intuition? You're, like, you, what, you, what drives you? I believe that's right because of my, my heart and soul. Intention. Damn it. Intention? I'm just going to go with intuition. Instinct. 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 All you nice. have, everything is instinct. You have an instinct, and it's, all an instinct is in music is your own opinion of your own music. I think that shit's good. Mm-hmm. And then people will sign you, and, and they'll be like, yo, that dude's good. And it's because you used your instinct to do shit that is good. And then once you, they sign you because you got that, and then they start telling you, nah, it's not good, that's not good. And then you start to be like, oh, shit. And then you're in the studio, and then you fucking break down. And then if you're me, you also drink a gazillion beers and vodka every day, and, be, and you're a fucking alcoholic and shit. And those two things combined... Didn't work. Didn't work out for me in the yeah. in the major label set, uh, setting at the time, you know. Like it, it. So they, I got dropped by the record label, and right after I got dropped by the record label, I had this song that they didn't think was a hit, and it became a big hit in Europe. And I got signed to Warner Music in Germany, and I had the number one song in Austria for four weeks in a row. <laughs> Hell yeah! And, uh, and, yeah. Shout out to all my people in Vienna. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Small country, not a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in 2013, I had the number one song in Austria, in uh, Germany, in the Netherlands, and Switzerland. And then, and it just goes to show you, like, I didn't. You can't. There's certain shit you can't plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't fucking want. I didn't be like. I didn't. I didn't manifest uh, that. It just happened. Mm-hmm. You know. So sometimes you just can't plan shit. And since then. I've been making making music, making albums with with really with a lot of the people that you saw on stage tonight, and um, and I just kind of maintain like a a career doing this with a relatively small amount of people that really like me. Basically, like ninety nine point nine percent people in the world. I mean, more than that, more nines. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't know who I am, but then there's the small percentage you do like flip out when they see me. I have a very small fan base that loves me. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's so true. I like. You know, I'll tell our crew who's playing or whatever so we can start prepping. And where's Scott at? Scott Wheels. Yeah, it's so great because Scott, he's our golf cart driver, and he was like, who's, who's playing Saturday? I was like, Wax, assuming that he, he may not know. Like, I don't know. Scott's like a real estate guy in Naples, Florida. I don't Wait, he's a real he's estate? Like, wait, hold up. He's a real estate guy slash golf cart driver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know he's a professional. He's a professional. Huh. That's the what's up, man. Wagon. <laughs> he's like, I do real estate for the money. My real passion yeah. <laughs> is GCD, bitch. <laughs> hey, for sure, Jack, you're not, you're not far off, right? Yeah, showed his tattoo. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah he was cart. like, oh, Wax is playing? Sick. I love Wax. I was like, all right, fuck yeah, dude. Amazing, like, man. Amazing. amazing. So really cool just to, yeah, man, I, I see it. And I, during session, I saw. I mean, I was like glued to the TV. I was just like, "Yo, this is so sick!" I That's mean, awesome, man. You've got a great uh, approach to songwriting, man. I love your approach to songwriting. I love your approach to, uh, you know, I was I was telling some of our crew like, anytime an artist can think poetically to rap and then build that into a melody right. and write a melody piece, I think that's a really cool element to you know smash together and 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 
put instrumentation behind it, you know? And so props props to you, dude. I mean, Thank you, man. Sick, once again. That's session. my thing, songwriting. That's what, that's what I really like to do. Yeah. You know? And I know um, uh, you played a variety of stuff, but one of the songs that really stood out for me tonight was the last one. You know, you stripped the whole band down and it was just oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that song. What was it called again? It's called Big Old Jet. Big old Which, jet. Sometimes I think, does it sound too much like big old dick or like big old, <laughs> you know? Every time you say big old, you think dick is going to be after or tits or something. But, uh, but now everybody, when they hear that song, everybody that watches this podcast is be like, yeah, every time I hear that song now, I'm expecting you to say dick or tits. <laughs> but, um, it's so funny. My, my, my wife was giving me a hug and we were listening to it and she's like, is he saying big old dick right now? He didn't really, she she did, not really. She didn't have her headphones on, like, so she couldn't hear it from far away. <laughs> oh, well, that goes to say that, that that thought was right. You know what I'm saying? I almost changed it, but I was like, no, let people no, think keep that. keep it. Yeah, fuck let yeah, think keep that. it. Absolutely. Especially because if you think about it, it's like, it's like a prayer. It's like um, that song. Had, that song was about. Uh, I had an experience on a plane where. Wait, wait, wait. Play, play a little bit of it. Sure. Play, play like a little piece or a chorus or something, and then, and then. What well, you kind of? It's a story, so it's hard to do just a piece. But you'll give you a piece. Okay. It's like, it's like flying high at thirty thousand miles, eating salty pretzels while I'm seated by the aisle. The woman I'm in love with is on my mind. That was all true. No big deal, I'm flying for like the thousandth time. And then you, the, it, the plane started to get fucking, the turbulence was all crazy. And that plane starts shaking like an etch-a-sketchy racing. You remember you're just flesh and bones. And you go from relaxing to the opposite of that shit. And you wonder if you'll ever make it home. And then the, next, the chorus is like a prayer, you know? It's like, <laughs> Lord, put your hands around this big old, big old jet. See, now fucking... <laughs> and the plane is kind of dick shape. I should have never fucking said this. <laughs> should have never said this. It's great, dude. I think Jet is the Yeah, and carry one. us to safety through this wind. We all got to die sometime, but I'm not ready to go yet. I just want to see my baby again. Yeah. So it's like the, the thought is that you're... You don't always think, you're always, we're always thinking about what's ahead, what do we got to get done, especially when you're on a plane and you're going God knows where. To me, I was going to a show. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, better have a good set and get yeah. back. And, and then, like, you get hit by a bus, the plane could crash, like, you, you know, like, mm-hmm. and uh, that last text might have been the last text you sent. The last tweet might have been the last tweet. Your stupid last Instagram post might be the one that everybody's saying, rest in peace under, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so it's, I just got started to think about a bunch of that stuff. And, and yeah, like, for me, I, sometimes I like to uh, say shit in ways that maybe somebody hadn't said it. Like, like to say that it's shaking like an etch-a-sketch racing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, an etch-a-sketch, like, right, you know, right, you got right. the thing. But, you know, you don't hear that kind of shit too much. And at the end, I said it was, the plane was twitching like it was having withdrawal symptoms, you know? Shit, shit like that, yeah. you know? Um, and that's, that's rappery stuff, right. you know? Like, if you be a rapper for... 20 years, you'll, you'll write like that, you know, because yeah. you're always there. You're always trying to like say something in a way that it's never been said, which is hard now because there's a gazillion people rapping and you can Google any fucking thing ever. And if you Google something, I think that like some, somebody's there at Google taking all your lyrics that you fucking Googled and made sure nobody said it. I don't, I don't know. I think there's some conspiracy shit going on there too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm I don't sure. know. But uh, yeah, don't Google your invention idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, no, I think, I think to your point, I mean, totally, it's, it's cool to hear, you know, when you've been writing as long as somebody like you have been, it's, um, 
it's a part of you. It's you just really sharing the uniqueness of you and there's no one else like you and there's no one else that can write like you or put those combination of words together like you. And now you're just, you've really like refined that craft. And I think tonight that, that showed during your session, it was just really cool to see you guys. Uh, and I mean, just hear you and see you in your music. Just, it's new to me, you know what I mean? That's and, really um, nice of you to say, man. Yeah, that, and, that, and that goes to what I was saying about using, using your instincts. And the best thing that you can be as an artist is yourself. And it's very, it's very easy to get away from that if you kind of like listen to all the other voices, mm-hmm. reading the comments or whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? But I just recently, in, my, uh, in the last like years, I've been making music since I was a little kid, uh, decades, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like just recently, like I started to like believe in my shit, like to believe in my own, to believe in myself, you know, mm-hmm. like, full, like fully and be like, you know, did anything shift for you, like when you really started moving in that direction? Well, what started was I quit drinking alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, it was a big deal. You know, it was like uh, I didn't re- like. And the first couple of years, I quit for four years now, and the first two years were really fucking rough. You know, mm. it was really a lot of depression and anxiety and all that. But afterwards, I, I uh, and I, and I met my girl, who's now my fiance. That was a big, big, big help in my kind of stabilization and believing in myself, all that type of shit. But at first it was just because um, I was drinking a lot, man, mm. and uh, just to stop to stop that and kind of just start treating myself better was uh, was uh, helpful. And I, everybody here is drinking and shit, so <laughs> yeah. whatever. I, I I I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I and I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I it was there was something wrong with me drinking. There was something wrong with me drinking. And I I was a by myself drinker. You know? Right. Yeah. But uh, but it helped it helped me for the for the for the time being to like, like say you know, say this set for example, um, back in the day when I was just a fucking always drinking and anxiety and worried like I would have been so thinking it th- everything would have been about let's do a good job you know but now I'm like so you make mistakes whatever let's have fun like oh, yeah. it's, you know and. and also, you know, if I would have came here five years ago, I would have Googled all the dive bars in the area. But in this time, and my keyboard player was making fun of me for it, but he went with me. Uh, I Googled yoga studios in the area. <laughs> nice. I was like, I could get right for the set, so I did yoga today, <laughs> nice. you know. Did you and, find uh, a good one in town? Yeah, and, and we were staying in Estero, Florida, which is kind of an older. Estero. It's kind of Estero. It's actually newer, dude. It's I crazy. mean, the people there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100%. the population is, is older 100%. age-wise. People are like, that's, yeah. that's me. I so it's a different, it's a different style of yoga than, like, in L.A., it's all fucking fast-paced. Yeah. And fucking, right, you know right. Saying? Everybody's, like, shaped yeah. and chill. Yeah, yeah, but this was, this was awesome. And uh, yeah. me and my brother and Davey, uh, keyboard player, went. Nice. And sure enough, man, I got in the vibes, dude. You know, I got, <laughs> in, got in the vibe, and I'm still in the yoga, the vibe from my, the yoga class I took right now as we speak. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice, man. Feeling it, dude. Uh, so uh, I would like to know, like, when was the first time you heard of Sugar Shack? Like, what's your what's your introduction been like? Shout out to my my really really good friends, the band Mayday. Um, Mayday. Yeah, I I I am on here because Rec Burns hooked me up Rec, with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Rec, recognized rapper from Mayday hooked me up with you guys, and they were the ones that put me on to Sugar Shack. Although, when I when they showed it to me, I had seen it before. Okay. I had seen. I don't know who I saw on it. I, I used to know Leilani Wolfgram, so mm-hmm. I might have saw. I might have saw her on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, I'm also friends with um, my boy is um, Brandon from the Bump and Uglies. Oh yeah. And uh, 
I really respect his shit. I love how, how like his shit, that instinct shit is what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Like he, he, he's a real dude and you feel it. Yeah. You know, he might make a mistake here and there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, he, when he sings, you can just tell he's fucking being honest, you know? And um, I think that I saw him on the Sugar Shack, but I didn't even put together that it was a thing. Like a thing, right? But Wreck from Mayday, when I, I toured with them, and he, he put me on to y'all, and I watched a bunch of the videos. Uh, that's how I first heard A Little Stranger, who I think is fucking great. Hell and um, and I just I listened to that shit on headphones, man. I was like, man, this shit sounds crispy, dude. Y'all <laughs> killing it with Shout the audio and the video and looks all. Alex, our audio god. Alex is crispy. Well, yeah. The video is buttery, <laughs> cinematic. It's awesome, man. Uh, it's it's like awesome. The appetizer we had, crispy and creamy and buttery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of, they got cake pops for dessert, man. What's yeah. up with that? Are we cookies dessert and or cream what? cake pops? Have those been going around? Or it yeah. will soon. Hook me up Get with a cake pop, dog. Katie's, Katie's on her way. Shout out to Katie. Who put together the cake pops? We should judge the cake pops. Jerry. Right now. Jerry did. Jerry? My man Jerry. Oh, oh, they're not. I'm not wouldn't fall as far this right, is a let's pop. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Cheers, dog. Cheers. <laughs> Buttery. This uh, cake pop is much like the audio and visual here at the Sugar Shack. Like you said, it's buttery. Not crispy, but it's smooth and it goes down Mm. deliciously. And in fact, it's kind of like a little sugary shack in itself. It's like, you know, a a small igloo shape, like little little ants that like sugar could live inside this thing. And they wouldn't live in there for long because it's too delicious. They would eat it really quickly. It's a sugar shack snack. It's a sugar snack. It's a sugar snack. Uh (laughs) Yo. That's a, if you need somebody, I got a, I have a uh, shout out to myself. I have a show called Snacks with Wax. I got a show. There's there's 50 episodes probably on like YouTube and my Instagram. If you ever get bored, I review snack food on the road. You ever, if you ever need a segment, yeah. holler at your boy. All right. You could do like a whole like mini series, like a sugar snack mini series. We could just feed them to you all day. Our whole crew. We we snack. We like to snack. Um, what about what about touring live music? Like, what do you do? You said you were on tour with Mayday not yeah. long ago, and anything mm-hmm. upcoming, or what are you up to right now? That's it's funny. You asked me at a time where I actually I think I have like one show booked. I have two shows booked. I have an acoustic show in San Diego, and I'm doing a festival in June. We actually with the Bump and Uglies, their festival they put oh, on dope. the Weekend at Wolfie's festival. Yeah. Shout out to Bump and Uglies and Weekend at Wolfie's, which is June. I think it's the first weekend of June. Yeah, because you were saying that you're from that area. Like I'm from originally Maryland. from Maryland. Yeah. yeah, my I'm me and my brother we were in this band for a long time. Then. And um, we we played all. We we're like a Baltimore-based band. Cool. Played all over there, and we, you know, it, you're a different breed of musician. You're like, thanks, I man. Feel like people from Baltimore are like they hustle different. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you got because they don't get no respect. Right, exactly. They don't get no respect. I'm trying to say that in a nice way, but no, it's, you're I mean, from it's, there, it's, so it's you can say that. <laughs> you know, they got the Seattle sound, they Chicago this, mm-hmm. L.A. That, and then like the Baltimore. That Baltimore does have its own sound. D.C. has its own yeah. sound. All of it does, but. People don't know, you know. Yeah, true that. So, like, uh, you know, people people from there work hard, and you know, Brandon Brandon Hardesty's a good. He got hard in his name. He works fucking hard, yeah. Hardesty. But uh, he he's been doing his shit. Sorry, sorry. He, he works, works the hardesty. Hardesty, I love it. Yeah. It's somehow like a adjective. Like, there's hard, and then somebody works the hardest, and he works the hardesty. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like really yeah. extra. Yeah. 
Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you, dude. Hardest esque. <laughs> Hardest ish. You got a? Uh, do you have any new music coming out or what's? I what's... do, man. Actually, there's two songs we played tonight. The big one and uh, this is my jam that are not out. That hopefully we can finish by uh, when this shit comes out. But my man Kush, shout out Kush Modi. He's produced my whole my whole next album, which is already being mixed and mastered. And the big one is gonna be our first single off of it. Nice. So, so you're about to roll out with some new music. Yeah, I'm gonna have a new album soon. Um, I don't know. We're, we're we gotta t- we still gotta like uh, make the cover and all. So it's, it's gonna be a few little while before. I, I don't sure. know when it's gonna come out yet. But like the music's the music's almost there. Nice. So and it's fire. It's yeah. fire. Yeah, it's it's really it's a really cool uh, album. Entirely produced by Kush, and uh, it's kind of got like a, a retro vintageiness to it. And um, uh, it's somewhere like the Beatles and the Meters meet hip hop meet kind of like uh, there's like a fucking. Fleetwood Mackey's kind of song on there. I don't know. It's it's dope though. It's it's it awesome. feels like it feels cohesive. You know, mm-hmm. it feels it's a good like listen to the whole thing. Yeah, kind of vibe. And um, very excited to hear it. And I'm always I'm always on the road. I just happen to not be now. I'm a, I, I do I I usually go out on the road pretty a pretty good amount. You, you know, gonna, what I'm you thinking about taking the band on the road now? They ain't gonna come. <laughs> I call them the Hollywood big shots, like sarcastically, because we do all live in LA. But like, they kind of are, though. They kind of are. It's a, they they they'll be too expensive. Why do you think I got a DJ in the first place? I used to tour with a band. It's it's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard to make money touring with a band. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who does, man. It's it's hard. But I have my my DJ uh, IFTW who actually doesn't tour with me anymore because family stuff. But we like we operated almost like a band, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you, there's a, you, you, I'm sure you've been to some hip hop shows yeah. that like you can do a lot with yes. two turntables and a mic, man. You can do a lot, Absolutely. you know. And I and I got I always play I always like in the middle of the set I'd bring the acoustic out I do like 20 minutes just mm-hmm. kind of like just just guitar and me and then we yeah. bring it back up. So Sick. yeah. Sounds come like come see me. I'm not fucking around. Yeah, it's you know <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we do we do like a Q and A uh, with the audience uh, towards the end of the podcast. Anybody got a question for Wax? Put you on the spot. What up, Scott? What, what up, Scott Wheels? That is funny, like, because uh, MTV played kind of like a little bit of everything that was popular. So I think that's what, you know, when I was a little kid, I liked Madonna and Janet Jackson and shit, you know. I mean, a little kid, you know, like U2, whatever, whatever. Uh, but, um, you know, when we started buying music, at that time you had to buy music, you know what I mean? Um, what struck me earlier with rap music was just the cuss words. I just loved that, like you weren't, that you were just allowed to say all that stuff, you know. I, just started, I listened to Eazy when I was 11. You know, like if you're familiar with Eazy-E, he says shit that 11 year like I found out what words like pussy and shit meant because I like, you know, that's combined with married with children. I asked my mom what, that's how I, they said impotent on married with children when I was like eight or something. I asked my mom what impotent meant and she was like, it means you can't watch married with children anymore. And uh, I was really into the cuss words and I always, me and my brother were really into the, the rhythms, you know what I'm saying? We just like, he, he was a, my brother started playing drums and um, God bless my parents for letting us be that loud and whatnot. And um, yeah, but NWA and Eazy-E was a big thing for me. I loved Bob Marley growing up. I loved the Beastie Boys. Um, a lot of the early 90s rap, like Tribe and Souls of Mischief and, and Dre and all that. Uh, I love uh, music from the 70s. That's what I listen to now. You know, I listen to mostly Earth, Wind & Fire. I listen to the fucking the Bee Gees, Steely Dan, you know. Um, 
I love soul music, you know? Yeah. Um, what else did I listen to? I like, I like rock, you know? I like rock. I like ACDC, you know? Shit Sick. like that. Just keep it yeah. eclectic. Yeah, All of yeah. that influences the eclectic I just like a good melody and a, yeah. some clever lyrics, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Songwriting is a big deal to me. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Got to write a good song. What's up? There's a fucking rat right there. Oh, yeah? I shouldn't say that. Cut that. A Cut that. A shack rat? <laughs> yeah. We in the jungle. That's yeah. why we have like three cats here. Obi, Obi will get them. Oh, yeah. What's up? That was awesome. Question? Uh, that, I don't know. Uh, probably, like, when I'm on the road, I put less thought into it. You know what I mean? I usually just keep it simple. But uh, t- today, um, I was telling, who was my dude to recognize it? I, got, I found this hat on Instagram. On Instagram, somebody, this, this company uh, sells these hats, and I was just looking on Instagram, and I, there's been a few times where I bought hats on Instagram, and uh, I just like this hat with the duck on it. It's a good hat. And I bought this shirt at a, a vintage store in San Diego, and... Um, and then I was, I was, I saw some of y'all's videos, and I noticed noticed the vibe, and I was like, it's like a sunglass kind of vibe. So I got these sunglasses. And I thought they were a little pretentious at first, but my girl was like, nah, I'll wear them. I was like, cool, they look good, they yeah. look good. I like them. I dig it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time to just hang with us, and and hopefully you've enjoyed your time here. But thank you. Shout out to you, your band, and uh, man, can't wait to see what comes out of this. Anything else you want to plug or say before we wrap up? Uh, thank you so much, Bryce. Like I said, I got a new album called uh, Lifetime Achievement Award coming out sometime soon. Uh, I don't know when, so it's a shitty plug. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, I have so much music out. I have 10 albums out. You know, go t- type in Wax on Spotify. Uh, my brother Herbal T is on some of the albums. My boy Davey produced the whole album for me. My boy Jonathan produced a bunch oh, of yeah, songs dude. for me. These are people that played tonight. Um, I have a thousand fucking videos on YouTube. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm kind of older, you know what I mean? And uh, I've just been, I have a lot of content already available if anybody wants to check it out. I apologize for some of my old stuff. It's very raunchy. But um, <laughs> my new stuff is a little di- a little bit less... Uh, refined. Or yeah, right, more refined. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, you I was young then. And Hell times yeah. are different, honestly. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, shout out to our live audience one more time. Give it up for Wax. You can uh, please just make sure that you're uh, following us on Instagram, subscribing on YouTube. Make sure you turn on notifications. That helps us out. Like this. Share it with your friends. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Sugar Shack Podcast. We'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Thanks, bro. Sugar, 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 sugar